Shakti, founder and chief vision officer at Rebel Mums, to tell me about how life could be happier for new mums. Good morning to you. Good morning, Zania. Great to have you back on the show. Um, I remember you came in talking to me about um, Rebel Mums some time ago when I was doing Noreen's yes, program. Yeah. And for anyone who hasn't, who didn't actually hear that, just a quick refresher. Tell me what is Rebel Mums? Well, so the Rebel Moms is a fashion brand. I design clothes for moms who feel powerful and confident, look sexy. We are the first uh, fashion brand in Hong Kong that break through the traditional beliefs of how a mom should be like and should look like. And that's why we design clothes just for a mom to look great and confident. But besides that, we also have a mission to raise awareness of the standard that are very toxic for most of the women and and the stereotype that is in the society mm -hmm. so we want to create a platform for women to have conversations and to talk about their experiences and hopefully this can help women to feel less lonely in the journey of motherhood great well you've summed it up pretty well there and i think this month that i as i was saying it's all about happiness and how we become happy and i think you know people have this thing about motherhood and, and they think well those especially those first sort of you know six to eight weeks can be really hard now you are specifically concerned about those because you know you've got two children and what are the kind of issues that you're concerned about i think typically in hong kong um the confinement month is actually very strict. Um, I think especially probably in the Asian culture and in Hong Kong, people usually get like a confinement lady that helps with the, you know, with everything at home, with the kids and the mom to take care of the mom and the baby. And um, usually if you think about that, people would be like, wow, I want to have that, you know, it's great. You get someone to full-time cook for you, clean for you, take care of the baby, take care of you, make you food, make you all this herbal tea. Isn't that amazing? But actually it's quite stressful from my two experience. I'm not saying the confinement lady are not good, but it's just that I think the culture that influences them to do certain things are quite stressful. For example, like um, they say you're not allowed to shower for a month and that you're not allowed to wash your hair for a month. And that's quite actually to me, it's quite stressful because I like to be clean, especially after childbirth and not being able to wash your hair and not being able to leave your house, not being able to wash your hands and you can't even like um, have your aircon on sometimes when it's hot during summer like these things and you're not allowed to have a lot of ki like different kinds of food like coffee tea God, these that's things. quite a major change isn't yes. it and and obviously before you give birth to that baby it's all quite normal yeah. it's okay you're allowed to do it. i mean you don't have any restrictions beforehand do you no you can shower okay for sure <laughs> so as soon as you have given birth and and how common are these um traditions is it something that's still very much a majority of families being maintained? I think so, yeah. I think around me, most of my friends are still following most of these rules. Maybe now some of them are like kind of rebelling towards the not showering and washing your hair for a month mm -hmm. and not leaving the house for a month. But, um, but st I still have a lot of friends that are actually following all these rules and they believe that there are a lot of benefits into it which I'm not saying that there's no benefit, but for me, I just think mentally it was quite stressful for me. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I suppose that is something that any new mum would, given the fact that you, you know, your hormones are everywhere and you've got suddenly the weight of this child where you've got to look after this child, but obviously you get some help from the confinement mum. But that's quite a difficult thing because, I mean, postnatal depression, things like that are, are quite common, obviously, that women could suffer. Yeah. Is, that, is that an area that you feel that could benefit, certainly, from some of these changes? I think for my first pregnancy, like after I gave birth, I had no idea what I was doing. And the fact that I had to kind of like juggle around being a first time mom, being in this new role is quite stressful already itself. And the fact that I realized that I have to be so careful with like, you know, like what I'm eating and not being able to go outside. I remember I was kind of like told to wear socks, take ginger baths, and I'm actually quite allergic to ginger, so <laughs> it was it was not good. <laughs> but um, there were a lot of things that you have to follow. Like also, you can you have to drink all this herbal tea, which tastes really bad as well, but it's good for you, good for the baby, and just all these things. I think, um, I don't know, just for me, I feel like if you just started to become a mom, and you want it to be relaxed. You want someone to support you. You want to feel clean. You want to probably eat the food that you like. And mm. you probably want to go out for a walk, maybe do some exercise. But these things were not recommended. So it's just it's just really bad. I think, you know, going through nine months of pregnancy actually is already limiting you to do a lot of things. But when you go through that and give birth and becoming a new mom, I think that you need a lot of support. Mm -hmm. And I feel like do, doing like a lot of these cultural beliefs really kind of did the opposite. And that's how, how I feel like I want to step up and talk about how we can keep some of the tradition that are actually benefits for us, but some of them I'm starting to question, is it really beneficial for us? Mm -hmm. And how do you think people are, uh, are kind of reacting to that obviously there may be many people who feel that this is tradition and we should keep it but others obviously certainly women and perhaps men i mean you have your husband sitting next to you at this moment but um you know how did he feel about some of these restrictions for you he actually feels really like he felt really bad for me because i remember the the first week i was sweating a lot and um I was like really tired all the time and I was forced to take the ginger bath because they say it's so good for you and I, I, I mean like I could have said no but then I, I was also skeptical w will it be good for me and I really wanted to shower but I didn't so I smell really bad so I did it for a whole week and I told myself that this is not for me and my husband felt really really bad because he thinks that you know this is actually doesn't seem like something that is good for mental health mm. and he wa he was the one who convinced me maybe you should just go out for a walk and take a shower maybe mm. you'll feel better mm. and how about your mum you know because of your your mum's there and the attitude perhaps of the confinement nurse because you were obviously the confinement mother you were obviously doing things and being a little bit of a rebel so what was her reaction well my mom she's quite a rebel herself she actually took a shower right away after she gave birth <laughs> okay. and she went out for a business trip like nine months after a postpartum but she also believed on these beliefs because she was um, influenced by her mother but um so she wanted me to do that mm -hmm. and and because she was telling me she was so busy with her business so she was like oh you, you should do that anyways 
uh, but uh, I think when she saw how unhappy I was, she kind of like gave in and said, you know what, just do as much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So what do you reckon? I mean, you have almost like a platform available to women now with, with the work that you're doing. So how do you feel that you would like to make changes to some of these things? I mean, as you said, it's not about taking everything away because I think some of it's fantastic. It would be mm-hmm, great just yeah. to have that that pressure off you to when you have a baby. Um, but how do sort of other mums feel? What is What are the changes they'd like to make? Well, I feel like maybe that the the showering thing that, you know, they for, like, kind of told us not to shower, the ginger bath and the you know, shower thing, I think it should be optional. Mm-hmm. And also going out for a walk should be optional. Even sometimes occasionally eating things that we want should be optional as well. Other things, I think being careful and holding your baby, these things, it's nice to have someone to help. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have herbal teas and to, you know, eat things that take care of your body. And also, I think most important thing is family listening to you. Because I think a lot of the times when the newborn is here, people focus on the newborn more than a mom. Yes, yes. And I think that's quite a problem to most moms because they feel like they just went through such a big transition and going through such a child labor. They wanted to be cared and want people to take care of them and also know how are they feeling. And it would be nice if people, especially family members, that pay more attention to the mom. And that time is so important. And I think it does vary within cultures. I mean, if I look back, um, I know that certainly within our cult, my culture, um, they say that the first 40 days once you've given birth are very important. But what they tend to do there is they try and get the women to go and stay with their mums or the mums to come over and look after them. Mm-hmm. And then the mums look after the baby and things. And But actually, instead of actually having restrictions about what they can eat, mm-hmm. it's like, no, have this because it's good for you. Because obviously, it's directly affecting you in terms of what you eat, the, the better milk you produce for your yes. baby and things yes. like that. And exercise, I mean... I I had a cesarean with my daughter and you wouldn't believe it like within about you know 10 hours of me having this they said right you're gonna have to get up and walk you've got to walk to the end of it and you have to do this and you have to go up and change the nappy you have to do everything so suddenly you were thrown into the deep end so um you know so it varies in cultures but I suppose is there any evidence is there any research that shows how um you know how things are affecting women after birth yeah, besides this um, confinement month that it was stressful, but also I think in Hong Kong culture, there's like a bounce back culture with the body image. Mm-hmm. So women are trying to compete, like not to gain too much weight during pregnancy and also lose it all after one month and just look like she, she didn't give birth. Mm-hmm. I see women like that. I see women in Hong Kong who look absolutely fabulous and you think, how do they do is that just their bodies or is that something that, you know, that's in yeah, their Yeah, that's within? in their mind. They feel like they should do that and it's important. A lot of women look up to that and I, I feel like that also extra, added extra stress mm-hmm. to women. And I, I, I think that, you know, it would be nice that if, you know, I want to step up and say that it's okay to not bounce back and it's okay to embrace your new body and... Also, you know, be healthy is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If you need to take maybe two years to bounce back or you don't have to bounce back at all, and that's okay. 
you know, just really focus on your mental health and focus on your health, your body, everything. And that's the most important thing I feel like. So you were advocating that um, people, you know, if somebody's listening at the moment and they're pregnant and they haven't got long to go, are you just advocating that perhaps, you know, have a think about what you're doing. Just make sure that you look after yourself. You come first as well. Yes, you come first, the baby come first and everything else doesn't matter as much. Mm, yeah. Good. Well, it looks like you've um, had some really good stuff with Rebel Moms. And you were telling me just um, before we went on air about the fact that you are actually about to open a shop as well. Yes. So do tell me more about that. What's that all about? Yes, I'm very excited because we will have a pop up mm -hmm. um, next month in September and it will be in a central area. Uh, PMQ, mm -hmm. and uh, I would update more information on our IG. Um, can follow us at the Rebel Moms M U M S, and uh, yeah, we will have more information about it. And uh, stay tuned. So, what do you hope to? Um, that's also a kind of platform where obviously you've got some of your brands and things like that, the clothes, but also for a kind of meeting place for for women too. Yeah. Yeah. So we. Besides like selling our clothes, um, we will also have, it will also be a conversation place. So when you, when people come in, they can, they feel invited and they feel inspired and they would want to have conversation and talk about motherhood, their experiences and how they feel. And I, I feel like Hong Kong is lacking of a platform like this because mm -hmm. people usually are afraid to speak up because um, they were they are afraid to be judged by the society, mm -hmm. and um, there's a lot of taboo topic in Hong Kong that people don't really talk about, and I hope that my space can open up these taboo taboo topics and have women to really talk about their experiences and really help each other. Mm, that sounds fantastic, Celine. Well, certainly, um, if I'm doing the program or if uh, Noreen is on, then I think it'd be great to know about exactly when it's opening so that people can come along to it. Yes, um, for sure. And, um, and I wish you luck. Well, power to you. <laughs> but any, any few last words for anyone, um, you know, who's about to have a baby and stuff? What would you say in terms of your advice? What are the best top tips from you? Well, um, I just want to say, like, don't blame yourself for anything. If you feel emotional, you feel sad, you want to scream, that's okay. Because, you know, it might be your hormone or it might be you just need a scream. I know. I feel like that very often. <laughs> <laughs> but I switch the mic off when I do. So that's <laughs> Celine, um, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I wish you luck with the shop. Thank and um, I wish you luck too about sort of chiseling away on some of those things that perhaps can make people happier. And you've got another few days in this month to kind of go and, go and, and raise awareness of it anyway. Okay, thanks ever so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah.